Welcome back to the Take My Word podcast. As the intro suggests, this is the Take My Word podcast. Yes, you are in the right place. Don't click away. Thank you. I'm your host, Christian. Um, Before we get into this week's news stories, I'm going to tell you a story about when I was younger. So, when I was growing up, my dad was super into hot foods. He was a person that would always add, you know, the hottest hot sauce when we go out. He would get blazing wings because I guess he just doesn't want to enjoy his food. (laughs) So... I was the same way because, you know, I wanted to grow up just like my dad. I was going to be a manly man like him. I wanted chest hair. I wanted the chest hair. And he said the hot sauce would put hair in my chest, so I ate it. Um, so this was right around, you know, like the peak of YouTube. Everyone's doing, like, the ghost pepper challenge, this ghost pepper challenge, that. <laughs> and as, you know, breeding peppers gets higher and higher, so we'd get shipped in peppers that my dad ordered online off of sketchy people to the house. So... My stepmother at the time, she had a, a son. His name is the same as mine. It's spelled weird because I guess I, I don't know. So he he's a smart kid, yes. But he would just do dumb shit consistently. Consistently. Like, he would just do stuff. I'm like, why, why would he do that? And this is a perfect gleaming example. So my dad, you know, it goes ghost pepper. Wow. Hot. Scorpion pepper. Jesus Christ, that's hot. And then it got up to the Reaper pepper. So my dad bought Reaper peppers offline, get them shipped right to the house. It came in a box without a bag. So that's, you know, it's, that's good. <laughs> but he just ships them in the box by itself. So he has us all over to the house. We have, he lived in a townhouse at the at that time. And the way that they were set up, there is a, the kitchen, it, the kitchen led into a carpeted dining room. Cause you know, that's the best place to eat is on carpet. And then you walk out of the dining room, you turn to the right, that's the door, and there's a bathroom right there. And then if you go back into the hallway connected to the dining room, there's the living room. So we were eating KFC, and my dad's like, okay, after we eat, we're going we're gonna to do it. We're going to eat the, go- the Reaper pepper by itself. And I was like, okay. So I already ate the ghost pepper and the scorpion pepper. I know I can do it. And... Uh, the stepbrother's like, I'm going to do it too. My dad's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. Okay. So we eat it and he's losing his mind. We ate the, we all had our own pepper and instantly loses his mind. Like he is freaking the hell out <laughs> and he is guzzling milk. He was doing the Reaper pepper challenge and a gallon, gallon milk challenge at the same time. Cause he was just downing this milk. My dad's like, I wouldn't do that. And bang, glass after glass after glass. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So he's like, okay, I'm better. I'm better. So he goes back. He goes all the way into the living room <coughs> and he's just sitting there. And then it's like 10 minutes later and he shoots up out of his chair instantly. I know if he's moving that fast. This boy's about to throw up. So I'm going to give you guys, you can play at home. Should you, A, go to the nearest place, which is has a linoleum floor, which is the in, entrance in the bathroom, that you're running past? Or B, do you run all the way to the kitchen, into the carp, like, into the dining room, where it's carpeted, 
to try to get into a locked trash can because the dog would get into it. Which one would be faster? A, the bathroom with linoleum. Or B, running past the bathroom with linoleum into the carpeted dining room to try to get into the locked trash can. Ding, ding, ding. This genius chose the ladder and he... He recarpeted the dining room with vomit. It was disgusting, and I was laughing my ass off. How? Why? Why? <laughs> you ran, dude. I was like, you ran past the bathroom to throw up somewhere with carpet. <laughs> why? <coughs> so, uh, I was like, Dad, he's cleaning that up. He's like, uh, he's not feeling no. No, this is his mistake. You need to make him learn time management right here. <laughs> he is cleaning up this mess because he caused the mess. So yeah, um, my dad was a pepperhead. My stepbrother after that was not a pepperhead. He would complain about anything that would have too much black pepper in it. Because that's just who he was. Have I talked to him since? Well, not since. Have I talked to him in the last year? Uh, no. <laughs> Are my dad and that woman together anymore? Head no. So I don't have to worry about it anymore. <coughs> Go off, be your genius somewhere else. Um, yeah, so that's just my little intro story for this week. So let me get into the funny news I found for the week. Is it all mostly coronavirus related? Yes. Is there anything else I can find? Head no. All right, so little little tribute to my home state. Uh from the Indy Star. It hits different out here. Coronavirus rules see closed basketball courts and blocked hoops. Indiana, you know, the Hoosiers, IU basketball. Yay, we're good one time. Yay. <coughs> so, uh, you know, Indiana's known for basketball, I guess. Quarterbacks leaving the Colts in the Indy 500. That's about it. We have corn. We have a lot of corn, actually. If you ever want corn, just come to Indiana. That's, that's all we have. We have corn and soybeans. Yay. Yay. Yes. Another staple of the Hoosiers life must change in face of the coronavirus as basketball hoops at more than 90 courts are being blocked off by Indy parks, to prevent group play and help maintain social distancing guidelines. Courts in Hamilton County have been closed as well. The patterns of use we are seeing in our parks concern us greatly. Linda Broadfoot, the director of Indy Parks and Recreation, said in a Tuesday afternoon news release that announced the closures. Our team wholeheartedly supports fitness and recreational activities, Broadfoot said in the release, but at the time, we need our public's help to practice social distancing, take health precautions, and avoid gathering in groups. Ball is life. We are hoo hoo hoosiers. <laughs> Just, uh, guys, stay inside. Or do sports that you can do by yourself. You can play basketball by yourself, but you're not. Go to the park and run by yourself. Be active at home. Don't... Um, the closures come after many recreational leagues had already been suspended or canceled in the practice-loving the basketball-loving state. It hits different here, said Ryan Abbott, whose league played only one week before being delayed. And then they have a photo. They literally have a board, the two two-by-fours cut, and a bolt going through it, completely closing off the hoop. 
Abbott, a revenue forecaster in the Indiana Department of Transportation by day, helps run the Game Time Basketball Association, which he has been he has played 23 seasons over the course of the last 10 years. He says he hasn't seen anything like this before. It is impossible to predict what will happen moving forward, Abbott said. In the meantime, the league isn't going completely dormant. It has been replicated online, where they have been using NBA 2K20 to recreational uh, to recreate the rosters and even the jerseys. Teams duke it out in the game and stream the action to, for others to watch. We've kind of adapted to making people retain interest in the league, he said. Basketball video games are helping the other Hoosiers who can't play. That's my little fix for sports right now, said John Stagnan, whose league with CCA Sports has been postponed. It's definitely tough, he said. It's definitely upsetting. Sontag, a 25-year-old who works for a pharmaceutical company, said it's not much fun to play with others. without others. Still, he understands why the courts have been closed. Troy Williams, a 29-year-old student who has been who has played for several different leagues in the area, agreed. When I saw the videos of the 15, 20 people outside playing basketball, I can understand why they made that move, Williams said. The closure has been thrown off, throwing off his routine. It's something I look forward to doing every week to break up the monotony of the work week, Williams said. Sacrificing basketball in Indiana. The closures may be first. Nobody in the Indy, staff's, Indy Park staff could remember closing the courts like this, spokesperson. Woman Renetta Spalding told Indy Star. It is not known how many people will be affected by the closure. Spalding said Indy Parks do not track attendance on the courts. Carmel Clay Parks and Recreation have closed its two courts and removed rims from the hoops. Michael Kitzling, the director of the Parks and Recreation, said that the courts were being used despite social distancing guidelines. If we want to get back to normal anytime soon, we need to temporarily stop acting like normal, Kitzling said. This even includes sacrificing basketball in Indiana, which is certainly a meaningful statement, giving the sport strong connection with many Hoosiers. Ball is life, you know what I'm saying? I like I before this all started, I was going to the gym five days a week. I had a my uh, little in my fraternity. I was teaching him how to lift, and it was a great time. You know, people have to sacrifice. I was going in there, you know, putting 575 pounds on the bar and just doing reps. But you know, you gotta you gotta pull it back. <laughs> well, well, well. Um, <clears throat> this is a little bit of a shorter story, but I think it needs to be told. Dildos are not an essential item, Amazon worker says, after walking out in protest. Well, let's read more into this, why don't we? Amazon keeps selling dildos during the coronavirus pandemic, and a worker at a Michigan warehouse is fed up and walked out in protest to say that the company needs to change its way during the struggling times. The unidentified Michigan man says he's risking his health to ship loads of dildos. Had his photo of him with his little mask on, and he's just out there by himself, reading off of a script he has on his phone, preaching to no one. <laughs> just imagine going to work. You're like, you're looking on Facebook, you're looking at all those essential memes, you're like, yeah, I'm a part of this. I'm contributing, I am an essential person, I am contributing to society, get to work, put on your gloves and your mask, <coughs> clock in, go to your station, dildo, beep, dildo, beep, dildo, beep, dildo, beep. Hmm, not a dildo, wow, riveting. <laughs> From Kim, Kim Russell in Detroit just interviewed a worker who walked out in protest conditions at the Amazon workhouse, 
warehouse in Romulus. He says he got a text this morning saying three coworkers are sick. He says Amazon says it's essential, but is out of, but is out of many essential items. He says it is a health risk to ship a massive amount of dildos. He's calling out the company to cut hours or staff to follow the social distancing and only sell essentials. No more dildos. No more dildos. You go, man. I get it. I wouldn't want to go to work. If you're selling like important stuff, if you're selling hand sanitizer, if you're selling soap, if you're selling potatoes, because I guess you can buy potatoes off Amazon for some reason, I get it. But if I'm going there and I'm selling dildos and pocket pussies, yeah, yeah, I can see where he's coming from. <laughs> Why? Why do you... Now? Like, you need them now? I, I guess. <coughs> Is Tinder not working anymore? Okay. I told you that was a short story. So, uh, wild goats take over Welsh town amid coronavirus lockdown. People staying inside. We're at the top of the food chain now. Now the bottom of the food chain's thinking... This is our time to shine. You know, dinosaurs got wiped out. That's when humans came around. Now the goats are like, okay. Cracking their little hooves. Like, it's time to shine. Walking out there, cracking its neck. This is our town now. Thanks, human slaves. We'll take it from here. A coastal town in North Wales has been found a whole new meaning to the phrase herd immunity after goats were spotted roaming in the quiet streets. It comes just days after the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson introduced tighter restrictions amid social movements last week and abide to limit the spread of the coronavirus. <coughs> Residents spotted herds of goats strolling the around Lanundo on Friday and over the weekend after more than a dozen of the wild animals ventured down the Great Orm headline, headland and roamed the streets of the coastal town. Videos and pictures shared online shows that the goats grazing on the grass from the church grounds, flowers, beds, and residential properties. They are referred to as the Great Orm Kashmiri goats, who are ancestors originated from the northern India, according to the town's official website. <coughs> no one cares where the goats are from or where they are, just funny you look outside and see goats come on cnn you can do better than this town residents carl triggs was returning home after delivering personal protective equipment mask when he saw the goats the goats live on the hill looking over the town they stay up there very rarely venturing into the streets he told cnn resident joanne stollard spotted the goats in her garden and said that they were regular that they were a regular occurrence mark richards from the Hotel Lansdowne told CNN they sometimes come to the foot of the Great Orm in the March in in the March, but this year they are wandering the streets in the town like there is no cars or people because there is no cars or people. Richard, come on, <laughs> they're becoming more and more confident with no people. He said, adding that it saves time, tame, saves some time cutting the hedge. Oh, you don't have to mow your lawn. Thank you so much, goats. This is the start. People are stuck inside. Bats are taking down the world. Thanks, China. I read a story earlier that one town in China is saying, okay, no more eating cats and dogs. Damn. Now what will we eat? Literally anything else. <laughs> I've, I've had, like, gator jerky. I've had kangaroo jerky. 
I went to Florida. There are shops selling all types of exotic meats. Not bat. Don't eat bats. Why would you do that? Don't eat cats or dogs. Like that. I'm, I'm sure some of you have seen that meme. It's like a picture and it's a billboard and it's by PETA. It says, where do you draw the line? And it's a bunch of, it's like cow, chicken, and then it goes to like household pets. And then it's like cat, dog, hamster. Someone's like, I can easily draw right here. And I can agree. Some animals are meant to eat. Some are. <coughs> I don't know how I got to this topic, but I, yeah, I draw the line there. Don't eat cats and dogs and bats. Do eat cows, chicken. If you're vegetarian, good for you. Eat that cereal because you, because you're a vegetarian, not vegan. You know what I'm saying? You can have your lucky charms without the nut milk. Back to the topic. <laughs> um, but local counselor Penny Odwo told CNN that she lived in the area for 33 years and has never seen the goats venture from the Gary Orm down into the town. North Wales police confirmed that they received a call on Saturday about the wild goats. However, the force said it was not that unusual. We are not aware of officers attending to them, and as they usually make their own way back, the police said in the statement sent to CNN. What if this is just the start? Like in that episode of Rick and Morty where uh, the dog Snowball just takes over. You know, people have always talked about like the great ape. Like Rise of the Planet of the Apes, this is Rise of the Planet of the Goats. Bah! Oh, no. Next. Okay. <laughs> well, I've talked about sword fighting on this podcast a lot because I guess a lot of people, like a couple weeks ago, this guy stabbed his wife, his uh, girlfriend, because she used their money for pot for something else. So he just stabbed her with a samurai sword. A couple weeks before that, I talked about how this guy was getting divorced and he asked his divorce lawyer, okay, I want to duel you and my ex-wife with samurai swords. And for some reason, God only knows, the judge said, hey, no. <laughs> well, uh, a man tries to rob a store with sword, finds clerk also has sword. What a time to be alive, boys and girls. Toronto... For a few tense, surreal moments Friday night, a Pittsburgh corner store was transformed into something from Game of Thrones. Oh, I love this. Is I talked about this before, too. I love journalists. Game of Thrones. That's all you can think of for swords. That's all. That's all you can think of. Game of Thrones. It's like people that make like puns in their stories. Why? People that use ellipses. Love it. People that use exclamation points for common things. Yes. That's because a would-be robber tried to hold up a store with a sword, only to be to discover that the clerk was armed with his own sword. <coughs> you know this dude. He went to Comic-Con, and he bought a, a replica sword from one of his favorite shows. Or his favorite animes or something. He has been waiting. His friends made fun of him because he walked in with his sword, and he put it underneath his desk every time because they have a no knife and no gun policy on the premises so that's that's reasonable i guess you know it says nowhere in there about swords he has been waiting for this forever if that dude came up and he pulled out the pistol to rob the place that clerk's gonna be like and pull out the sword and then that dude is going to a piss his pants and b leave <laughs> if that dude pulled out a sword 
you know that that's it's like it can be like the Star Wars kid. Remember the dude that was fighting with like the broomstick? This dude's legally skilled, bro. This dude has been waiting. He worked at this gas station for 17 years. He wanted to be a hero. He sits at home. When he was in school, he's like, if something went wrong, when I was like at a store and in a bank and I was getting robbed, I was going to pull out my sword and I was going to save the day. And then my mom's going to be proud of me. My mom's going to be proud of me for stopping the robber. This is his time to shine. It happened this last Friday night at the Perry Market in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Two unknown juveniles ran into the store, one of whom was brandishing a sword or a very large knife. If you think it's a sword, it's probably a sword, bro. (laughs) The unknown man holding the sword ran behind the counter to demand cash, and that's when the store clerk reached for his own blade, a full-length scimitar. Just like that, battle was joined in the aisles of the Pittsburgh corner store for a few seconds anyways. The clerk has a sword, so he had been removed. So he just removed the sword and attacked him. MC Hydar, the brother of the store clerk, told uh, WPZI News in Pittsburgh. Then, when he hit the sword that the dude had in his hand, my brother hit the sword, he ran away. Then, when he hit the sword that the dude had in his hand, my brother hit the sword he ran away oh i'm sorry man that don't make no sense because i'm reading that perfectly um, okay he ate the sword and he ran away both would be robbers booked a hasty retreat in the face of the scimitar wielding clerk one of the unidentified robbers tried to grab a handful of shirts when he promptly dropped upon running into his partner in crime on the way out the door bro you can't even steal shirts right damn i just want to give a message to them don't try this. You can have money in a better way. Not this, said Hedder. Please stay away and go find work somewhere. Because I will shove this sword up your ass. He didn't say that part. I said that part. But yeah, his brother has a sword and he's not afraid to use it. Can you imagine being at that store just picking up eggs? <laughs> your mom gave her a debit card and you're worried that they're going to ask for like an ID. And they're going to look down and it's going to be Linda on the, rec- on the card. And you look up and then... You're obviously a Paul, and then you're just like, yeah, my mom said I can buy these eggs. And you're like, bring Linda. Like, okay. So you walk in there, you're all scared, you're walking back and forth down the rows because you don't want, what if you forgot the pin, and then you're going to have to run it as credit, and then what if you it doesn't run as credit, and you're scared. And then so you're walking back and forth, you grab the eggs, you check them because your mom taught you right, you always check your eggs, public service announcement, one of the eggs might be cracked check your eggs and then you're like mom didn't say she wanted jumbo but i'm sure she wanted jumbo okay i'm getting the jumbo so you like you finally figure out this jumbo disaster and then you walk up you pull out your velcro spider-man wallet because every kid had a velcro spider-man wallet and then like you took it to school one time and you're like bro i have a wallet and I have $6 in it. And then your friends just walk, walk around you in the playground. And then you're like, getting the Velcro apart. And they're like, holy shit, bro. Paul, you have your own wallet? Like, yeah. And my own library card. And I signed my name on the back of this library card. I know cursive, bro. And they're like, what? You remember that, dude? We're in fourth grade. We learned cursive in second grade. You are smart, bro. And you're like, bro, that's not even the, that's not even it. I've used it 
I've used my library card and I have no overdue fees. One time, my mom gave me her debit card and I bought jumbo eggs. Mic drop. And they're like, bro, where'd he get the mic from? You're like, dude, that deserved a mic drop. So I brought my own mic. They're like, damn, Paul. I bet you saw a samurai fight in a gas station last week too. And he's like, yeah, I did. Thanks, Jimmy, for noticing. I was a hero. I was in the back during the news story when they asked Hidira's brother, did he pull a sword out? He's like, a sword or a really big knife. And I'm in the back there checking the eggs like a responsible young man. They're like, dude, give me the highest of fives. And then you miss the high five. And then Paul's the loser again. It's a really sad story to hear, actually. I'd, I'm sorry to bring anybody down if that's if you're really excited about that, because it's a pretty cool story. Now, I had another story up here, and it was, uh, I'll just give you the rundown because I read it. So, a man in Missouri, I'm pretty sure it was Missouri, he was in a high-speed pursuit. So, you're like, okay, that's kind of normal, sadly. What's, what's so exciting about this high-speed pursuit? He was in a high-speed pursuit, but he wasn't driving. And you're asking, what? What do you mean? Christian, I am so invested right now, you don't even know. You don't even know, Christian. And I'm like, I know. Because I do know. He was in the passenger seat because he was teaching his dog how to drive. What a alpha move. This dog is not even a dog anymore. I'm guessing it was Golden Doodle. I don't know. It didn't say in the story. But you know this Golden Doodle's trying to learn to drive because they're hyper as shit. This Golden Doodle was so hyper, it needed to take its own hyperness to the park on its own sometime. He was teaching this Golden Doodle how to drive. Was it a Tesla? No. He was teaching this Golden Doodle how to drive in its first time driving? It's first time driving. It was in a high-speed pursuit. The balls on this probably fixed Golden Doodle. The balls that it doesn't have. So, you're asking, how did this high-speed pursuit end? I'm glad you asked, Paul and Jimmy. If you're in fourth grade, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. I talked about Amazon not being able to ship Deldos a couple stores ago. But it's okay, because you saw that explicit thing next to the podcast name, and you clicked anyway. So, it's on to you, Paul and Jimmy. Also, I really like your Velcro wallet, Paul. So, this high-speed pursuit with the Golden Doodle ended, sadly, with him crashing. I know, I know. It's going to drive the owner's insurance through the roof because it was having somebody that was only the age of six driving. I am sorry. That's not going to be good for your policy. You might you might not have insurance anymore, man. So, this was not a Tesla. It was not a self-driving car. What? <coughs> Why? would you teach your dog how to drive? I don't coming out of the, the persona that I was of this high knowing person. Why were you teaching? What? You just got to ask yourself sometimes what is with people? Why would you, why were you trying to teach your dog how to drive? It's cool. You know, there's some cats that can like use the pisser by themselves and flush afterwards. That's great. There's, you know, that Bud Light commercial where the dude's like, Hey, give me a beer and the dog can bring you a beer. But I think that you should cut that off at high, like powerful machinery. If you can't use medication and then drive as a human when cars were designed for humans, then let's not teach our canine best friends. You know, 
these are the people that these are the animals, not people. I'm sorry. They are animals. These are the animals that eat out the litter box. They're eating shit. Let's not have them drive a stick shift. It's pretty simple, you know, but people are going to be their own special flowers anyway. So, and it gives me stories to talk about and entertain you, the people anyways. Okay. Teach your dog how to drive is not my business. And that's going to be all my stories for this week. So before I leave you, I'm still asking for, if you want to tweet at me for doing more podcasts a week, please tweet at me at the take my word podcast. I'm sorry. Take my word pod. Take my word pod on Twitter. So for the anti joke of the week, what's a pirate's favorite letter of the alphabet? I ask you. I'm gonna give you five seconds. Five, four, none. Historians believe that most pirates were most likely illiterate. Pirates don't have a favorite letter. It's not R. It's not ho. Even though that's not a letter, they probably couldn't read. So how would they have a favorite letter? Explain that to me. Why were you even contemplating that? Why, why do you think, who has a favorite letter? Do I have a favorite letter? Is my favorite letter T? No. When I was younger, did I have to teach myself a story to be able to remember how to spell my name because I was mad because Christian is a long name? Yes. But do I have a favorite letter? No. If you have a favorite letter, get out, like, meet people online, I guess, because I can't say go outside, meet people, because that's bad now, I guess. Because the world's falling apart. But let's look on the bright side of life. We have technology. My screen time is through the roof. Apple's been sad at me and telling me every Sunday that I've been using my phone too much. What else am I going to do, Apple? Explain. Don't shame me with my screen time saying that I've spent 67 hours on YouTube. What else am I going to do? My friending. Maybe I was using YouTube to, you know, my friending learn a new skill. Maybe I learned, maybe I learned how to crochet off YouTube. Apple, are you going to make me feel bad about learning how to crochet off YouTube, my friending? All right, I think I've rambled enough. Um, yeah, I'll hit you up next Thursday, or if you guys want me to start doing two podcasts a week, doing, like, funny Reddit stories on Tuesdays, and then continue doing the funny news stories on Thursdays, let me know. Tweet at me, take my word pod. That's take my word P-O-D. This is Christian. Bye.